2: the NYPD rolls out a new version of plainclothes units to combat the gun violence plaguing city streets. I'm Marla Diamond at the Police Academy in College Point.
1: A new audit alleges New York's Department of Health intentionally misled the public about COVID deaths in
3: nursing homes. I'm Sean Adams. It was women's empowerment night at the Garden last night, so why then did the crowd boo the state's most powerful woman? Governor
1: Kathy Hochul, the first female governor of New York State.
0: We'll hear that, and we'll also dip into the archives for our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound.
3: Wednesday morning, it's March 16th. Good morning, I'm Paul Bernain.
0: Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. I guess that means St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow, isn't
3: it? You'll have a St. Patrick's Day sunburn the last couple of days before you go out tomorrow.
0: Yes, sunny today, 64 to 68, and Craig Allen will be here in just a few minutes.
3: On a week that gave New Yorkers more reason to worry about crime, the NYPD's crime reduction plan got underway. We head to College Point, where the new neighborhood safety teams are being trained. Reporter Marla Diamond is with us on the line. And Marla, what are these newly minted teams hoping to accomplish?
2: Well, Paul, the singular goal, getting guns off the streets. It was a promise of Mayor Adams on the campaign trail in the face of rising crime. 170 NYPD officers on 25 teams in high-crime areas hit the streets on Monday. The NYPD says the teams have received seven days of training on minimal force techniques, de-escalation, car stops, courtroom testimony, and the Constitution. They are the latest version of the plainclothes units disbanded under Mayor de Blasio to prevent aggressive and abusive policing tactics that cause distrust of the NYPD in minority communities. In response, the police department has instituted more training, new uniforms, and included community members as part of the process. The mayor and police commissioner will show the media a team in training at the police academy later this morning. Wayne and Paul.
0: Marla, in two of these high-profile crimes this week, the moment stabbings and also the homeless shootings, we know police have caught their suspects, but what about the fatal pushing of an 87-year-old grandmother in Chelsea?
2: Now, they do not have a suspect, and they are looking for leads in the pushing death of Barbara Mayer Guster, a Broadway voice coach who had worked with Debbie Harry and other stars, NYPD Chief of Detectives James Essig.
1: We're asking the public's help in solving this disgusting and disgraceful offense committed against a vulnerable elderly female who
0: was doing nothing but walking down the streets of New York City.
2: And she was actually uh, going to watch a student's performance. She was. Uh, hit in the head when a woman shoved her from behind. This was on March 10th, um, just before 830 on West 28th Street between 8th and 9th Avenues. Police are asking anyone with information to give them a call.
3: And uh, we have the latest there from Marla Diamond this morning. Barbara Mayer-Gustern told The Post uh, back in 2020 that she came to New York for the Midwest with Dreams of Broadway, but she worked uh, behind the scenes, even worked with Debbie Harry and the cast of Daniel Fishman's revival of Oklahoma in 2019. Gothamist is reporting uh, that she was working on an upcoming uh, cabaret performance. And just over the weekend, she had written on on Facebook about... Getting her voice back. She says, something is cosmically different for me. Cosmically different. I went through a period of feeling detached, she wrote. I couldn't remember lyrics. I felt like my voice had totally abandoned me. The thought of doing a show was like sentencing me to be tortured, she wrote. But as of today, I feel all that is reversed. I feel like creativity, joy at working on a beautiful show with people I adore and totally respect. I feel like a singer again. For the first time in forever, she wrote. And as you heard, police are hoping the public will help lead them to their suspect.
0: So she found her reason for living and then lost her life. What a tragedy. It's the Morning News Roundup on a Wednesday morning. Speaking of tragedy, New York nursing home deaths may have been undercounted by more than 4,000 people.
3: Sean Adams in Westchester with more on this audit by the state controller about the early days of COVID. Sean, what's new in this report?
1: Well, past criticism has uh, been aimed at former Governor Cuomo. This audit uh, shines a light on the Department of Health. Comptroller Thomas DiNapoli calls it extremely troubling. He alleges the Department of Health intentionally misled the public about the true COVID death toll in nursing homes. He claims officials distorted and suppressed the facts, basically, in order to make the boss look good. They tailored the numbers to bolster Cuomo's narrative that New York was handling the pandemic better than other states. Attorney General Tish James says this confirms her findings from last year that the governor's office undercounted by 4,100 residents who died in hospitals were left out of the nursing home tally. The health department refutes the audit's findings. A spokesman for the former governor hints that all of this just smacks of politics. Wayne, Paul.
0: Sean Adams on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Let's get the weather for today and for tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day. Here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen.
1: Yeah, oh, looks like today is going to be another beauty like yesterday. It's 54 right now in the city. It is in the colder 30s in some suburbs, especially eastern Long Island, parts of Connecticut We have 40s nearby suburbs, and as I said, 50 to 55 would be the good range for most of the boroughs right now. Mostly sunny for today, 64 to 68. Cooler along the coastline, though. Becoming cloudy tonight and a low near uh, about 45 or so, and then Thursday, cloudy, cooler with periods of rain. It's not the greatest of days. It's not a major storm, but it's a wet day from time to time, and highs 50 to 55. Friday, sunshine returns, and it's much warmer. It's right up around 70 degrees on Friday. Again, now 54 humidity, also 54%.
3: Craig Allen in the Morning News Roundup in Chinatown is raising its voice against those who victimize the Asian community for no other reason than race. It's the one-year anniversary of the Atlanta spa shootings, and there's a vigil in Chinatown at 630 in a rally in Times Square. That's for Governor- Governor Hochul will speak out about anti-Asian hate. On the heels of a particularly vicious attack in Yonkers on Friday, a man was caught on video giving an unprovoked beatdown of a 67-year-old woman from the Philippines, punching her 125 times. That suspect is being held without bail on a charge of attempted murder as a hate crime.
0: Speaking of hateful, the crowd at Madison Square Garden gave an icy reception to Governor Hochul on what was billed as Women's Empowerment Night last night, booing her at the Rangers-Ducks game. Tonight
1: we'd like to salute Governor Kathy Hochul, the first female governor of New York State. Governor Hochul began her career in public service in the greater Buffalo area, served in Congress, and was twice-elected Lieutenant Governor. Here to drop tonight's ceremonial first puck, a champion of women's rights and leader of the great state of New York, please welcome Governor Kathy
0: So what was up with that, do you think? Yeah, really, why the booing? Why the booing? Well, some on social media say it's because Hochul kept the mask mandate until just recently. Still others blame the fans for misogyny.
3: It's the Morning News Roundup for a
0: Wednesday. On the Morning News Roundup, here are three things to know.
3: Number one, Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky says diplomatic talks with Russia are on for today. He says Russia demands are ending the war are becoming, as he put it, more realistic. Russia's foreign minister says a business-like spirit is emerging as the talks focus on neutral military status for Ukraine.
0: Second thing, Zelensky is going to address the U.S. Congress this morning, likely asking again for a no-fly zone. That could protect civilian lives at the risk of escalating the war on Ukraine into a wider one with NATO.
3: Number three, a 12 story building in Kiev, uh, an apartment building, erupted in flames after it was hit by shrapnel. At the same time, parts of Russian rockets have been raining down, evidence that anti missile defenses are working. Our WCBS
0: News Radio 88 seconds in sound now for March 16th, starting with one year ago this morning.
1: Just like Sicknick, they actually, they grew up in New Jersey, in central Jersey, uh, reportedly in the New Brunswick area.
0: 2021, two New Jersey natives were charged with assaulting Capitol Police officer Brian Sicknick with bear spray during the January 6th riot.
1: If the autopsy links that spray to his death, charges could eventually be upgraded to murder.
0: There has been controversy about the cause of death ever since.
3: The crisis is growing intensely.
0: On this date in 2020. We will be suspending our public schools until after the spring vacation. On what turned out to be the last day of indoor dining for New York City restaurants for a very long time.
1: 1991.
0: New York Mayor Dinkins allows members of the Irish Lesbian and Gay Organization to march in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. There were some supporters, but many detractors. your life we will march again and they did 2012, the New Brunswick jury convicts Darun Ravi of using a webcam to watch his Rutgers roommate, Tyler Clemente, have a sexual encounter in their dorm room.
3: Jurors hung on to every word as Tyler Clemente's companion testified that he felt uncomfortable because he spotted a laptop with a webcam pointing in their direction. He noticed a group of folks were looking at him when he left, but says he put his head down and walked out. At Middlesex County Court, Levon Putney, WCBS 880 News.
0: The freshman's jump from the George Washington Bridge sparked a national conversation about bullying. 1994, Tanya Harding pleads guilty. I'm accepting plea of guilty. In the knee-whacking of fellow skater Nancy Kerrigan.
1: Well, I may have some bad points about me, but... Overall, I think
0: I'm a pretty good person. She got three years probation. 1972, New York's most famous couple gets served with deportation papers. And immigration's policy has always been not to split a family. John and Yoko were targets of the most powerful man in the nation, Richard Nixon, who didn't like their Give Peace a Chance anti-Vietnam rally. Let us stay here because our daughter's here. It would be Nixon who left. This is March 16th.
3: And that's the morning news roundup for this Wednesday.